As a matter of fact, you'll find three that are dealt with here in the preceding verses. You'll find, uh, you'll find Isaac and Jacob and Joseph. All of them are dealt with as dying. Look what the Bible said in verse 22. By faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. Let's pray and ask the Lord to help us. Father, we pray, Lord, today in Jesus' name that you touch us as we preach. God, uh, you knew in eternity past you'd be here today. You knew what we'd need to hear. And so I pray, God, that you'd strengthen us physically and spiritually to preach your word Do that now as only you can, and we'll thank you for all that you do in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I want us to look for a little while here as we think about Joseph and his dying wish, his dying statement. I want to say a few things about that uh, before we get started. Uh, Like I said, the whole last part of Hebrews 11 deals with those that die in faith. As a matter of fact, the Bible said uh, there in verse 13, these all died in faith. Let me say this to you this morning. If you live by faith, you can die in faith. Amen. And I pointed it out to them this morning in my Sunday school class. Thank God those that live by faith die by faith. I'm glad that when my time comes to go and it's coming to everybody as it is appointed unto man once to die. I'm glad that I've lived my life, Brother Neil, in the faith. And one of these days, I'm going to die by faith. Amen. That same faith that saved me will carry me across. Amen. Carry me across into heaven. And so we see that the ideal is those that live in faith can die in faith. Now, here we see in verse 22 that as Joseph is dying, He made mention of the departing the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. Now we find him doing that in uh, Genesis chapter number 50. Just hang with me here. Genesis chapter number 50 and verse number 23. uh, The Bible says there, And Joseph saw Ephraim's children of the third generation, the children also of Machar, the son of Manasseh, were brought up upon Joseph's knees. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I die, and God will surely visit you and bring you out of the land, unto the land which he sware to Abraham and Isaac and to Jacob. And Joseph took an oath to the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and ye shall carry up my bones from hence. So here's what happened. Most of you know the story of Joseph. Joseph was sold into Egypt. You know how they went down to Pharaoh's house or down to Potiphar's house and Potiphar's wife, uh, she accused him and he went down to the prison and was delivered out of the prison and he ended up on the palace and there was a great famine in the land and Joseph's brethren who had sold him had to come and beg uh, bread from the hand of Joseph. Now as Joseph's dying, He looks at his brethren and he says, we all live in Egypt now. But he says, there's coming a day when we're getting out of Egypt. And he said, I'll be dead and gone, but I want you to be sure and carry my bones out of Egypt 
when I die. Well, uh, 400 years passed before the exodus out of Egypt. But I'm glad the Bible said in Exodus chapter number 13, uh, as they're leaving, as they're leaving out of Egypt, and in verse number 19, uh, the Bible said there, and Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, uh, for he had straightly sworn the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones uh, away from hence with you. I'm glad, thank God, 400 years later, as the children of Israel come out of Egypt with a high hand. They're carrying a coffin on their shoulder. Somebody said, who's that? It's Joseph. Joseph said before he died, one of these days, he said, y'all going to get out of here. And when you do, I want you to be sure and carry my bones up out of Egypt. I want to preach for a little while if the Lord will help us this morning on this thought. Don't leave my bones in Egypt. Don't leave my bones in Egypt. Can I say to you this morning that Egypt is a picture of the world. Egypt is a picture of the world system. And Joseph had his eyes on Canaan land. Joseph had his eyes on a better country. Can I say it to you this way this morning? Joseph always was a dreamer. Joseph always had big dreams. Joseph had his eyes on a better country. Joseph had his eyes on a better land. And he said, don't leave my bones down in Egypt. Take my bones out of Egypt. Can I say to you this morning that I, like Joseph, have got big dreams today. I've got my eyes on a better land. Anybody with me? I'm glad this world's not my home. I'm glad I'm not going to be stuck in Egypt. Hey, thank God I'm glad. I've got a promise of a better land. Joseph had big dreams. Joseph said, don't leave my bones in Egypt. How to preach on that just a little while? I wasn't real sure what the Lord was doing with this message. I, we went uh, this last week up, we was in Pennsylvania, and we went one night on Wednesday afternoon, we went and watched that Moses play. And boy, it was good. And during that play, uh, uh, it shows them being delivered out of, out, of, uh, out of Egypt. And I noticed they're carrying on their back a little coffin. And as I was watching them as they portray portraying carrying uh, Joseph's bones up out of Egypt, uh, God got to deal in my heart about these verses in Hebrews 11. And uh, boy, I got them on my mind. And I'd wake up at night and I'd be thinking about Joseph's bones uh, and how that he asked to have his bones took out of Egypt. Uh, I thought, Lord, what are you doing? Uh, well, God got to give me some thoughts on it. Uh, how that Joseph was a dreamer. Uh, uh, Joseph, he didn't have a whole lot of the Word of God, uh, but he had some dreams. Uh, and he said, boy, there's a better day coming. And by the eye of faith, he looked ahead, not having laid hold on the promises, but he embraced them, and he believed them. Boy, and then I got to studying from my Sunday school lesson this morning, and I said, hallelujah, there's some promises I've not seen. There's some things I've not held on to just yet, but I've already embraced them as the truth. Hallelujah. Don't bury me in Egypt. Don't leave leave my bones in Egypt. I'm not a citizen of this country. I'm getting out of here one of these days. I can say like Joseph said, don't leave my bones in Egypt. Let me give you a few things. I can give you about three things. 
uh, here about not leaving them bones in Egypt. Can I ask you a question this morning? Anybody else sick of this world? Let me ask you this. Anybody else got big dreams of a different land? Whoop! I'm glad. Hey, I don't know if it'll be by the clouds or by the clods, but one of these days I'm going to a better country. Paul said, if I had hope in this world, only I'd be of all men most miserable. I'm telling you, this world system is corrupt. I'm going to do some exposing on it tonight. I'm trying not to preach on it this morning, but can I say this world system is corrupt, but I'm a pilgrim and a stranger passing through. Don't bury me in Egypt, honey. I don't belong in this land. I'm going out of here one of these days. I'll give you three things. I won't take very long. Let me give you three things. Number one, I want us to think this morning about the promises of God that sustained him. Did you know this Bible, they tell me, has over 7,000 promises? Let me make a statement. Maybe I get a couple of amens. God is going to fulfill every last one. You mark on it. You mark it down. God will fulfill everlasting. 7,000 promises that God is going to see to it that comes to pass. Can I say to you, we learned some things about patience here. Uh, We see that Joseph said, uh, uh, one of these days we're coming out of Egypt. Now there was nothing that was happening at that time that would have suggested that Israel was going to be anything but slaves. Nothing that would suggest that anything, my friend, that there was ever going to be a deliverance of Israel. And like I said, it was going to take some 400 years before it would ever come to pass. But let me say this, faith just keeps on believing. Faith just keeps on believing. Hey, there's been saints of God that have died and went out of this world and they held to the hope of the rapture. They held to the hope of the rapture of the church and that blessed day when the church had be called away. They didn't see it. They died and went to heaven by death. But that don't mean it's not going to come to pass. Faith just keeps on believing. Amen. Faith is patient. It keeps on believing. I'll say this to you this morning. There may be some of you you're believing things but it ain't happened overnight. It seemed like it's never going to happen. You believe in some things. It seemed like you get a hold of them and they slip through your hands. They're like the shifting sands of time. You lay hold on a belief and it slips through your hands. Can I say to you that faith just keeps on believing? Faith, real faith, just keeps on believing. Moses, or I'm sorry, Joshua, Joseph, I'll get it right in a minute. Joseph is about to die. But he said, I know one of these days God's going to send a deliverer. He said, I'll just believe anyhow. So we learn a little something about patience. But I want you to think about this. Joseph had a very, very small portion of the revelation of God. He didn't have a Bible. He didn't have no Bible. All he had was what Jacob had told him about God and what had happened at Bethel 
and what his own dreams had saw. But let me say this to you this morning. Joseph had seen enough of God to know that he could be believed. Joseph had seen enough of God to know that if God had promised it, God would fulfill it. Can I say to you that it's too late for the devil to convince me that God's not going to fulfill his promises. I've seen enough to know who's with me this morning. I've seen enough to know at what God says God does. Hallelujah. Hey, you can't convince me that God's not going to keep his promises. I've seen him keep too many. Hey, hey, brother Kyle, I done seen too much to be convinced of anything else. Hey, I've seen him here. I've seen him heal a cancer. I've seen him bring the wayward home. I've seen him save the lost. I've seen him reach way down and snatch out a head. Hey, I've done seen too much to know that God can be believed. The devil says, give up, don't believe. You can't believe him. But I'm telling you, I've seen him come through again. Hey, hey, and again, and again, and again. You can't convince me that God ain't going to keep his promise. Am I right? Anybody in here ever seen God do something in your life? Why don't you think he can do what he's going to do right now? He does, hey, I've been through enough to know he'll be enough for me. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, my. It says something about the promises of God. There's the promises of God that sustain it. Now, I want you to think about something right here. And I about had me a spell. I got to hold this this afternoon. That body, that body of Joseph's uh, was a memorial. You know what it said? There's a better day coming. Mm. Every time, listen, every time them Israelites would look over there at the body of Joseph, they'd say, oh, it may, we may be in the brick factories today. But Joseph said, we're going to get out of here one of these days. Oh, they'd get a little low and somebody'd say, Joseph said, one of these days we're going home. Can I say thank God the body of Christ was a memorial. And every time I think about quitting, every time I think about throwing in the towel, I'm reminded that Jesus said, I will come again and receive you unto myself. Where I am there you may be also. I say glory to God. I've got a memorial. There's the promises. It says about the promises that sustain him. But then it says something about the precepts that separated him. You know, I want you to think about something. I want you to think about something. Joseph could have been buried in a sarcophagus down in the pyramid. He was Pharaoh's right-hand man. He could have been embalmed. And according to the Egyptians, he would have lived forever with the pharaohs and pyramids. But he said, no, thank you. Hey, hey, Joseph, you mean you don't want to be buried down there with Pharaoh and all them jewels and all that gold down there in the pyramids mummified to live forever as an eternal Pharaoh? No, I don't believe so. Just put my bones in a box. They're going to carry me out of here one of these days. Let me say it to you like this. Let me show you a verse of Scripture here in Hebrews 11. Look what he says there in, uh, uh, down in verses 24 and 25. 
By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer the affliction of the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. What are you trying to say, preacher? Simply this. Faith separates you. Oh, I'm going to make a statement right here. Listen to me now. A faith that does not separate you probably did not save you. In other words, a saving faith is a separating faith. Hey, hey, uh, Joseph said, this ain't my people. Joseph said, I'm not going to be buried to Pharaoh. I'm not going to, hey, I'm not going to be buried to that bunch of cat worshiping Egyptians. <laughs> they, hey, they worshiped cats. Uh, hey, they worshiped the sun. Uh, they worshiped the moon. Uh, hey, Joseph said, that ain't my God. Uh, they even worshiped frogs. Did you know that? Uh, yeah, and they got pretty sick of them once upon a time too. Hey, they even worshiped the frogs. Joseph said, that's not my God. My God's not the sun. My, or not the, S, not the S-U-N. He said, my God's not the moon. He said, my God's not a frog. He said, my God is not some made up something. He said, my God is Jehovah. My God is the God of the universe. My God is the God that made the worlds. And he said, don't bury me in Egypt. I do not belong here. I am separated. My faith has made me different. Something wrong, something wrong with somebody that can feel at home in this world. Something bad, bad wrong. So I'm telling you, this world, is, this world goes more and more pagan every single day. I'm trying, I'm trying not to get into what I'm going to preach on tonight. But I'm telling you, this world goes more and more pagan every single day. And I don't belong here. I am, hey, I'm a round peg in a square hole. Anybody with me? Huh? See, when they got saved me, separated me. He made me different. He made me different. Now watch this. There was the promises. There was the promises of God that sustained him. There was the precepts of God that separated him. Right here is where I want to preach. There's the prophecy of God that satisfied him. (laughs) You see, Joseph's bones coming out of Egypt was bigger than just Joseph's bones coming out of Egypt. Everything in your Bible is in there for a reason. You know what that was? Now, I think it's interesting. Brother Neil's teaching on Joseph right now in Sunday school. The most perfect type of Christ in the entire Bible. And the writer of the book of Hebrews, out of everything he could have said about Joseph, he chose to focus on that bringing out of bones. You know why? Because that bringing out of bones is a picture of the rapture of the church. Oh, my. Hey. Let me put it to you like this. Joseph left the land of death. He left the land of slavery. He left the land of no bread. And he went into the land of victory. In the land of life. Hey, 
Hey, and he went into the land uh, of bread uh, and the land of goodness. Uh, I'm telling you, it's a picture of the rapture uh, of the church. Uh, Joseph, a picture of Christ, uh, his body being transferred uh, from the land of death to the land of life. Uh, I'm glad that we who are the body of Christ, uh, one of these days are coming out of the grave uh, and we're being transferred uh, from the land of death uh, to the land of life. Uh, That is the great promise that is the eternal hope that's the blessed hope I'm glad one of these days I'm coming out of the grave I believe it brother Liam I believe it brother Billy them bones come up out of Egypt that was like the body of Christ coming out of the land of the dead you and I are the body of Christ one of these days hey if you're saved you're going to be delivered out of the land of the dead hey This old world's the land of death. One of these days we're coming up out of the land of the dead uh, and we're going to the promised land of the living. Uh, I say don't leave my bones in Egypt. I am not comfortable here. I've got a better land coming. I got a promise made. I've done laid hold on it. I've seen it afar off through the eyes of faith. And one of these days, my faith will become sight and I'll be delivered into that land of promise. Anybody happy to go to heaven? Anybody happy to go to a land where there'll be no more sin? And a land where there'll be no more devil? And a land where there'll be no more heartache and a land where there'll be no more trouble a land where there'll be no more death a land where there'll be no more pain that's where I'm going one of these one of these days I'm coming up I'm coming up I'm coming up yesterday Monica was talking about how she wished Jesus come for the baby's born that's a blessing if the mama's saved. There's going to be some terrified mamas. I got thinking about that. What happened to them babies that are still in the womb when the rapture comes? The baby will go to heaven. Has no sin nature. Well, it's got sin nature, but it's never sin, not out of the womb. That baby, I don't know. Gone to heaven. Boom, gone. That'd be terrifying, wouldn't it? Like an alien or something. You know, like, what's that, what's that old movie? Uh, whatever predator, whatever. Shh. Out comes the baby. I don't know. You say you act like you believe that stuff. You're right. I do. I believe it. It's gonna happen. Every sign's pointing toward it. Look around in this world. Look around. Every day goes by, Daryl. I I belong less. I belong less. I thank God for where I live. And I'm going to deal with that tonight too. I thank God for what, don't miss tonight. I thank God for where I live. I ain't talking about Burnsville. I'm talking about Escoda. I don't thank God for Burnsville anymore. Escoda, I thank God for. When I get out here in this world, I'm like, I don't, I don't belong here. I don't belong here. This ain't my home. One of these days, we're going out of here, ain't we, Hazy? Going to go out of here. She believes it. She believes it. Let me close by asking you a question. 
thinking right now about that old song that I used to sing about the anchor halls. The song said, I've had visions. I've had dreams. I've even held them in my hand. But I never knew they could slip right through. As if they're only grains of sand. But the anchor holds. Though the ship is battered. The anchor holds. Though the sails are torn. I have fallen on my knees as I faced the raging sea but the anchor holds in spite of the storm I wonder how many of you this morning as we stand to our feet Trace going to come sound the instrument heads are bowed or eyes are closed I wonder how many of you this morning that could say, I like Joseph. Got some promises I'm holding on to, preacher. I like Abraham, have, say, have some things that I've not seen, but I'm trusting God. I'm going to see them. I'm going to live by faith and I'm going to die by faith. I'm going to hold on to the promises of God. I'm going to allow them precepts to separate me. Preacher, this morning I want to come. Talk to the Lord again about it. These are coming. How about others, preacher? Oh, I've got some promises I'm holding on to. The anchor holds. The anchor holds. Don't leave my bones in Egypt. It's not where I belong. Preacher, I want to come today and I feel like a round peg in a square hole, just like you're talking about. I feel that way. I want to come thank God I feel that way. He's made a difference in my life. Please come, move, gather around the hall. Don't leave my bones in Egypt. Don't leave my bones in Egypt.